Think Humanities, a podcast for people who love history, philosophy, culture, literature, civic dialogue, and the arts. Think Humanities, from Kentucky Humanities, where we've been telling Kentucky stories for 45 years. Here is your host, Bill Goodman. An evening of culinary stars is uh, next Monday, June 24th at 6 p.m. at the Old Stone Inn in Simpsonville, Kentucky. Kentucky Humanities is proud to present uh, this program, which uh, features three chefs. Uh, We're calling this an evening with three culinary stars of Kentucky. Tim Laird, Chef Edward Lee, and Chef David Danielson of the Old Stone Inn in Simpsonville, and we'll be having this event at Chef Danielson's Old Stone Inn in Simpsonville. Cocktails and appetizers begin at 6. Dinner and dessert to follow. Ticket includes two books, cocktails, appetizers, entree, dessert, and remarks by the chefs. Uh, Chef Danielson, who joins me on the podcast today, maybe I should get my ticket uh, pretty quickly. Yeah, well, we're looking forward to a great evening. Uh, you know, Tim and I have worked together on our book, and we're, we're great friends with Edward. So just to get the three of us together out here um, and talk a little bit about Kentucky's culinary scene, some of the bourbon, uh, it's going to be a great evening. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, the evening and uh, how people can get tickets. And by the way, if they're listening to our podcast now or want to go directly to the website, that's kyhumanities.org, kyhumanities.org. And right there on the homepage, um, you'll see an evening of culinary stars, and you can click on that. It's easy from there. But Jeff Danielson, before we talk any more about that, tell me a little bit about your background and uh, yourself, uh, you're you're not a native Kentuckian, is that correct? That's correct. I uh, I moved down here about eight and a half years ago uh, from Chicago to be the executive chef at Churchill Downs, and so I'm I'm still at Churchill Downs as well as uh, the owner of the Old Stone Inn here in Simpsonville. Well, besides just your background at Churchill Downs, which I certainly want to talk to you about, your uh, resume uh, is highlighted by a number of great places that uh, people uh, either are aware of and maybe some of them have been to in your background, uh, like Rockefeller Center and um, the United Nations Plaza Hotel. But Let's go back even farther than that. Tell me about how you got uh, interested in food and uh, your culinary skills and how you perfected those. You know, I grew up, uh, um, my mother was a good cook, my grandmother, and, you know, I I don't know, we we, um, spent a lot of time as a family around the table and, and cooking, and it was something that I just was interested in since I was younger. And then um, I was probably uh, one of my first jobs in high school was washing dishes in a French bakery. And just watching uh, the chefs make these pastries was was very, very mesmerizing and, and uh, intriguing to me. And it was kind of something I decided I wanted to do. So I went to a, a small culinary French cooking school outside Chicago and then traveled to France and spent a year working in France, came back, started working with 
uh, the Ritz-Carlton Four Seasons Hotel Organizations, spent some time working at a restaurant in Chicago, very well known, called Charlie Trotter's. And then, yeah, through my career, I wound up uh, spending a lot of time in New York, working at both uh, as an executive chef at Rockefeller Center and then later at the United Nations, uh, the UN Plaza Hotel. We moved back to Chicago, where I was the chef at the Palmer House Hilton. And uh, throughout that, I had done some consulting and uh, work on large events, the Olympics, U.S. Open tennis, some golf. So I started doing bigger and bigger events. And uh, the Kentucky Derby was always on, on my bucket list. And when I had an opportunity to come down here, we came down. And, um, you know, we, we, we just fell in love with it down here. And um, right time, right place, thriving culinary scene down here in Kentucky and in Louisville area. We're just happy to be here and be part of it. What is it about Kentucky that... Um that really uh, makes the mouth water and people curious about food? Or would you classify Kentuckians as foodies? Um, maybe they, you know, I think they are more than they think they know they are. You know, I think, you know, one of the things that I think that happens here is if, if you come from a big city, you know, it, it's marketplaces and it's stores and people in the large urban areas have, have kind of lost contact and, and had, don't have lost that connection with some of the history of food and with generations of, of people raising food and growing food and preserving food and dishes. And so one of the things that happens here and, and, and that I've really fallen in love with is, you know, the rich tradition that goes back family generation after generation of, of people growing and of people who have these traditions here and, and have these longstanding dishes um, around the state. Agriculture is, is such a big part of it. So, so we're tied into it. So I think, you know, what people are going on and thinking is part of their normal lives, they don't realize is, is really very food centric and, um, and how important that is. What in particular do you like? Uh, first of all, we, we have this uh, fun uh, debate and argument um, in Kentucky and have for years, uh, whether or not Kentucky is Southern. Um, so <laughs> my, uh, my question is really about your knowledge of and how you became familiar with Southern cooking. And do you even consider it um, what you do in Louisville or at Churchill Downs or at the Old Stone Inn to be Southern cooking? Yeah, I think that um, there's certainly a Southern heritage here in Kentucky. Um, and as someone who spent the majority of their life living up north, I really, I can see it. Uh, so I feel that there is. And so one of the things that we do both at Churchill Downs and at the Old Stone Inn is really try and embrace some of that heritage and and figure out how do we continue to tell that story. I think when people are coming to the Kentucky Derby and people are traveling into the state, we love to showcase some of the ingredients, some of the history um, that we have here. And that's similar to what we're doing at the Old Stone Inn where we have this beautiful, you know, 200-year-old historic building and we've kind of reinterpreted a lot of uh, 
classical dishes and and I've put our twist on a kind of a modern southern day uh, contemporary southern southern cuisine. When did you first hear of the hot brown? Uh, the first day I came here. When I, when I flew in uh, the very first day to Churchill Downs, I said, we're going to get this out of the way right now. <laughs> and so that day for lunch, we had a hot brown, and I'd never heard of it. And uh, it was a hot day. My gosh, it was about 90 degrees. And I sat down and I had a hot brown. And then we um, started taking the tour of Churchill Downs, which is, you know, 141 acres and uh, I wasn't sure I was going to make it <laughs> about halfway through the tour. I thought, oh, my gosh. Uh, but, you know, and, and, and that's the fun of it, right? Whether it's, whether it's hot browns, whether it's burgoo, whether it's Benedictines. And everyone has their recipe and everyone has their twist. And we have these dishes that are, are connected you know, Henry Bain sauce from the Pendennis Club. And, and, and so it's, it's, you know, people first think about bourbon, but there is such a rich culinary uh, history here. And there is families that um, really hold on to these dishes. And, and it's a part of, uh, it's a part of the fabric of, of what, what's going on in their families and their homes. So another one of those, um, uh, Kentucky favorites uh, that has really sort of uh, grown in reputation is Derby pie. Had you had a piece of Derby pie before coming to Louisville? I have not, but I've had many since I've been here. <laughs> uh, obviously, we work with the folks at Kern's Kitchen very closely. We serve a lot of Derby pie. Um, you know, we serve it year-round, but Derby week, obviously, it's a mainstay. Everyone wants to uh, wants to come see i had i've had similar things but um you know that's that's something we uh absolutely serve a ton of um of the first week in may here i'm talking with uh, chef david danielson uh who is the executive chef at uh, the kentucky uh, derby and churchill downs i should say uh, home of the kentucky derby and a lot to do with the food at the kentucky derby too also the uh, the owner and chef at the Old Stone Inn, where Kentucky Humanities is having an evening with culinary stars on June 24th at 6 p.m. Uh, there will be uh, two other featured, uh, how do I describe them? Authors, gourmets, chefs. Sure, well, I mean, you know, personalities. Edward is obviously a very, very accomplished chef, um, owns several restaurants here, Milkwood, Magnolia 610, as well as... Uh, uh, Whiskey Dry downtown on 4th Street. He's got a couple restaurants in, in D.C. So he is uh, uh, another transplant who kind of found his way into Louisville and found a little bit of his culinary voice. And is one of the new kind of people who really has um, taken, you know, his history, his heritage, and melded it with Southern cuisine and, and and come up with some very, very interesting things. And that's some of what we're going to be showcasing um, on the evening here. And Tim Laird is, uh, you know, America's CEO, Chief Entertaining Officer for Brown Foreman, has a couple entertaining cookbooks out. Um, that's entertaining. He's done several books. Tim and I have collaborated on Bourbon Country Cookbook. And uh, a great mixologist, a great cook. And uh, got a lot of great recipes to share. So we're, we're really looking forward to a fun evening of getting people out and, and showcasing some great dishes and great food and, and, 
and having some great uh, conversations with people. When did you first meet uh, Chef uh, Ed Lee? Um, shortly after I got here, we were doing a couple things. And then um, we, about six or seven years ago, uh, we opened a new area up at Churchill Downs called The Mansion. We invited Edward to come and be um, one of our guest chefs up there. And that was really the first time that we actually worked together Derby Week. So we spent some time together and really got to know each other. And then since then, we have, um, you know, continued uh, to grow our friendship and collaborate on several different things. And uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. And, and he's got a lot of great input and a great vision on, on what his food is. And uh, I would say since the time that you've been in Kentucky and that you said eight years and maybe just going back a couple of years, how, how did you find the culinary scene uh, when you first came and how have you seen it grow? Uh, I think, you know, the last 10 years has been, um, has, has been very, very big. You know, when I got here, there were uh, several restaurants that were well-known and staples here, but it has really grown uh, over the last 10 years and, and especially probably the last six or seven where we really watched a lot of chefs, a lot of new chefs, a lot of younger chefs coming in. You know, it's very funny. I see not only in Kentucky, but, but throughout the country, a lot of chefs who at one time gravitated towards New York, Chicago, LA, these large cities are really moving back to smaller, to middle America. And it's getting to the point where, you know, you can travel and, and find these amazing meals, find these amazing restaurants. And, um, and we have certainly seen an abundance of that happen here in Louisville. Whole neighborhoods have been built up. We're starting to see it happening. And, and not only in food, but, you know, distillers and 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 cheesemakers and and we work with freedom run farm who started you know bringing back kentucky heritage lamb and so there's all these artisans and all these people surrounding farmers you know i have of unbelievable mushroom farmers here who are <clears throat> supplying these great ingredients and really driving it um so it's really a community of, of people, not only just the chefs, who are really bringing back this, this kind of revival of, of this food here in, in uh, places like Louisville. Tell me about your interest in, um, in, in buying or uh, taking over ownership of the Old Stone Inn. A, a little, you said 200 years old, but a little history of that. And what made you decide with everything else that you're involved in in your life and your busy uh, job at uh, Churchill Downs uh, to, to get into the, to the restaurant business? Well, um, <laughs> I must be crazy. Now, you know, I, I, I love Churchill and I love the Derby. and We love what we're doing over there. But um, I, I just finished my ninth Derby. And for me, um, I really wanted to have some place that, um, that I could get away and cook. And, you know, when I'm at Churchill, we're running, I'm part of a team that's running a large business and, and it's a very, very large operation. And so I wanted to do something 
that one was a little bit more personal to me, two, that I could spend a lot more time in the kitchen and create and build relationships with farmers and growers um, and create some place that was, uh, you know, a little bit of an incubator for us to continue to ideate. And I'd been driving by the Old Stone Inn for many years and just this historic, beautiful building uh, out in the middle of horse country, Simpsonville, Kentucky, about, you know, 20, 25 miles outside of Louisville. Uh, that was kind of the type of place that I always dreamed of having. And I said, if I ever would have a restaurant, this is what I wanted to do. And, um, you know, I just kind of got the bug and decided to do it and, and the stars aligned and we have a great team over here. Some people who I'd worked with came back in the fold and, um, and it's been amazing. And so I go to Churchill Downs in the morning and I come to the Old Stone Inn every afternoon and, and evening. And uh, it's really been amazing and uh, to kind of be out in the community in a smaller kind of capacity and be cooking like this. And um, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Are you finding that um, you have the, the caliber of support in, in both places at Churchill and at Old Stone Inn. Young people who are uh, not necessarily young, but eager to learn and to support you, uh, sous chefs and, and uh, uh, pastry uh, chefs of, of some expertise, that sort of thing. Are you teaching a lot or are you able to find the kind of people that um, you, can, you can hire and have in your uh, kitchen uh, that, that you uh, trust? Yeah, um, you know, Churchill, my, my team of, of sous chefs over there are um, really experienced. They've been with me a long time, um, but we're continuing to grow every year. We look at what do we do? How do we keep moving forward? How do we make the Derby better? So I'm surrounded by an amazing team over there. My staff at uh, the Old Stone, my chef over here, who's my chef de cuisine, actually was worked with me for five years at Churchill Downs. So he knows me very well. Um, but our staff over here in the back of the house is younger, very, very eager um, cooks. And it's, it's very amazing to have a young group of, of men and women who, who want to be in the kitchen and want to learn. And so we do a lot of teaching over here. We do a lot of experimenting. Um, and, uh, in a way that we really can't do at Churchill because of the volume of what we're doing. And so, um, it's rewarding on both ends, you know, I mean, we, I've got kind of, uh, both ends of the spectrum here where we are doing really large, uh, logistical organized, organized, um, event planning at Churchill. And, and like I say, the food is a little bit more, uh, we're doing a lot more experimenting in the Old Stone Inn and teaching over here, so it's it's fun. I've always wondered, always been curious about um, uh, about in a, in a fine restaurant when when there is a, a staple or an entree, maybe even a special that you're featuring, and that the um, uh, the 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 wait staff will uh, inform the diner of of what's available. I've always been curious about how do you know, how can you calculate exactly how many of those, uh, whether it's lobsters or fillets or 
uh, to keep it fresh and, and to be sure that it's prepared properly. How do you know how to order those kinds of things? What, what, what calculation do you use? What genius do you use to be sure you, that you don't run out of something? You know, at, at both places, um, you know, we use a lot of analytics. So we, we track what we're selling. We know what people are buying, whether it's seafood specials, whether it's meat, whether it's pork, whether it's chicken. So we have a very good idea of of our um, of our mix, and um, and then when we order, you know, we look to that and and uh, we make sure that we're trying dishes several several times. That we're really working with the staff and looking through that we've got these dishes perfected before we put them on, and um, and we hope we don't run out. And we hope we have enough, but you know, it's it's also special, right? So if we and, and we've had that where, you know, we've brought X amount in and it's gone over very, very well. And, you know, the, the other thing is it's it's uh, the type of thing where you can pretty much rebound and maybe take a day or two to get that product back in. And, and when we watch that, you know, then we say, hey, look, we know these tend to sell very, very well. Let's get some more of this product in. Let's look at it. And, you know, it's a, it's a. It's a learning curve, and you look at it. We do the same thing when we're doing for the Derby. We're ordering for 25,000 people. We do many, many tests, and we run people through people through buffets, and we weigh things, and we look at things, and we do averages. And, and so, you know, we get it down as, as pretty close as we can. What is, the, um, what is the most favorite southern dish that you – cook for yourself or enjoy cooking for others oh man that's a good you know i think one of the things that one i'm a sucker for good pimento cheese so <laughs> <laughs> we've always got some good we've always got some pimento cheese lying around but you know i think for me one of the thing you know when we have a lot of dishes here that we do from shrimp and grits and cat you know we're doing a, a, a cornmeal catfish and we're doing great burgoo and doing that but i think for me i um and i'm not a pastry chef i spent some time working in pastry shops um i did do some pastries in france um but i really love um the the some of the southern pastries and some of the icebox pies and we're doing an appalachian stack cake here at the restaurant. And so there's a lot of history into these desserts and watching the tweaks and watching what happens in the different areas, people's little changes to them. So, you know, that really kind of takes me out of my comfort zone. So for me, it's very fun to do. And there's usually great stories that go along with them. And, um, and not only do we love cooking, but we love telling the stories and we love um, connecting that piece of the history back to, to what we're doing. There's nothing like a good fried pie, is there? No, there isn't. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're, we're doing that. And, you know, the other thing about that is so much of it is seasonality, right? It's peaches are in, or we're picking berries. I mean, three weeks ago here, uh, four weeks ago, rhubarb came in season. And I can remember when I was young, my mother growing rhubarb, and we used to always eat strawberry rhubarb pie so we had rhubarb in here right away we started you know putting that into things and so 
there's a lot of those things that really bring back memories. And I walk through and I talk to people. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of similarities. People were talking to me about rhubarb and growing rhubarb when they were younger. And so we see a lot of that. And uh, so I, I, I find that uh, very rewarding. And you'll be doing some of that uh, next uh, Monday night, June 24th at uh, 6 p.m. at the Old Stone Inn in Simpsonville, an evening of culinary stars with Tim Laird, uh, Chef Edward Lee, and our guest on the podcast, uh, Chef David Danielson, who is the executive chef at Churchill Downs and also the owner of the Old Stone Inn. And they're going to put together a, a wonderful um, a dinner, uh, including uh, a signature cocktail, uh, some appetizers, and then uh, family-style dinner. We're familiar with that in the South. Um, and you and uh, Tim and, and uh, Chef Lee will be uh, there to, uh, to talk to us, uh, to answer some questions, to really just visit with people. It's, it's really going to be a comfortable setting, don't you think? Yeah, it's going to be great. And, and the restaurant is designed. It's, it's you know, very warm place. And so we're really looking forward to, well, that was one of the reasons we really decided to do family style was we felt we could showcase more dishes. So we've got some recipes from our book. We've got some recipes from uh, Edward's first book, from his second book. Some of the things we're doing here at the Old Stone. It's just going to be a great combination. And um, we're really looking forward to talking to everybody and sharing some of our stories with them and and hearing some uh hearing some stories and feedback from, from our guests. I think it's going to be really fun and uh, just, uh, you know, nice, nice evening. Well, it's, uh, we're looking forward to it along with uh, all the food and the drink. Uh, two books uh, you get with your ticket uh, price of $100, uh, a copy of uh, Ed Lee's uh, Buttermilk Graffiti and a copy of uh, uh, the book that Tim Laird and, and Chef Danielson have put together called the Bourbon Country Cookbook. All of that's going to be available. And um, Chef Danielson helped us out uh, a year ago, um, uh, almost a year ago in November, uh, with a, an event at uh, Azure Restaurant in Lexington. We had a great time there with a small group. This is going to be a little bit larger group. There are tickets still available, but there we, we hope to sell it out. And uh, Chef Danielson, uh, it'll be fun to be with you, and we look forward to being there next Monday night. Yeah, we're really looking forward. And uh, if you haven't gotten tickets yet and you're listening to this, you should. I think there's a few left. Come on out. It's going to be a uh, it's going to be a great evening. Think Humanities is a podcast from Kentucky Humanities, where we've been telling Kentucky's stories for 46 years. The podcast was produced and edited by Morgan Lowe. Think Humanities is available at kyhumanities.org, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Join us next week for a new episode of Think Humanities.